All right, so check this out. Kind of panicking over disappearing object phenomenon. I was looking for my vape, and I knew I was just sitting down at the kitchen table, so that's where I probably left it. I come and check about four times to make sure that it isn't there. I have ADHD, so I always have to check my last three locations. So then I go into my sister's room. Nothing. My room. Nothing. I check the kitchen, which is just looking over the table, and nothing. I step into the living room and throw my cat's crinkle ball a few times to keep myself from getting pissed off about losing my vape in thin air. Then I walk into the kitchen, I glance at the same place again, and there it is. Flat on the table, clear as day with nothing under it, nothing on top of it, it's just on the table exactly where I looked over 9,000 times and now I just feel crazy and uneasy. I'm especially sensitive to these things because I'm recently recovered from DP and DR. What just happened? Anyone else experience this? I'm currently in Puerto Rico at an Airbnb in a residential community. I'm here through a series of positive synchro, synchro, synchronicities. <laughs> I'm here through a series of positive synchronicities. I'll mention that I've been very much involved in various personal, spiritual, and let's say interdimensional ponderings and adventures for about eight months. I'm in Tequio, a small little beach town. I got lost literally two blocks from my Airbnb. I thought I was on the same street. I had only walked about a half block away and turned right around because I have to smoke off premises. It was daytime and I was on a different street with all new houses and each had like five dogs that were barking at me. I remember things by landmarks and it was a different street. I broke out in a sweat. These dogs were all barking. I asked someone how to get back to my Airbnb, and I was somehow one street over. I turned a corner and thankfully found it immediately. Fast forward to 10 minutes ago, I walked again to the same spot and the street that I was on isn't there. It's really not there. I'm panicking and no one will believe me. I didn't lose any time, I didn't black out, Things just feel different, but I don't know if it's just because it was so jarring. Has anyone else ever experienced this? Forest Trail This happened six years ago, and I only found this up today. My wife and I just got out of college and didn't know what to do outside of looking for jobs. One day, we were bored, so I drove us to a local butterfly sanctuary. It was the first time I've been there in years and I didn't notice a forest trail was open to the public. We decided to try it out and it was relaxing. The loud noises of the city were gone. 
and we met a few other people on the trail at first and even passed by a forest adventure themed park near the entrance. After a few minutes of walking, it started to get foggy. I saw two young pine trees on each side of the trail bending towards each other, creating an arch. I jokingly commented to my wife that we might be walking into Silent Hill. <laughs> it's a man of culture right here. And she just chuckled and we continued on. It was getting a bit worrying. We've been walking for around two and a half hours already and the trail just continued straight as a highway, seemingly no end and no other people in sight. Finally, a huge boulder stuck on one side of the trail broke the monotony. It was enormous. We had to slowly walk around sideways while hugging it or else we'd fall off the ravine on the other side of the path. The trail continued on for another two and a half hours. We met my sister-in-law a few days after that and told her about our experience on the trail. She said that it was weird and she used to regularly jog the trail and she finished it in 20 or 30 minutes. So we decided to try the trail again with my sister-in-law and she was right. The trail was short. We finished walking it in an hour and it looked completely different. Also, there were no huge boulders, no pine trees forming an arch, and it was winding and not at all straight. Here's the TLDR. I tried a forest trail for the first time. It took my wife and I five hours to walk it. Tried it a second time and it looked completely different and it only took an hour. Someone was there. I have this strange story from when I was younger that still bothers me today. So it was when I still lived with my parents. My siblings had already moved out and it was only me and my parents living together. So one day, my parents just casually went for shopping and I was left home alone. I had my room right in the attic and I was sitting in my window when I saw my parents' car pull back into the driveway. That's when I heard that someone was coming to my room through the attic. The floor of the attic was very strange, it was like plastic, but this is why I could always hear if someone was coming. So in the moment, I saw the car, I also noticed someone was coming to my room I didn't think much about it at that moment because I thought either my father or my mother must already be in the house. But then I saw both of my parents were just getting out of the car, which was parked right below the window I was sitting in. And that's the point where I got a little confused and called out to my dad and was like, Hey, dad, is someone in the house? Someone is standing in front of my door. I even looked to my door then and I swear to God, I even saw the shadow of someone standing there because the door was too short for the frame and it had a large space underneath. I also heard someone breathing in front of it. I'm so sure that someone was in front of the door. I didn't sense any danger in the moment but my father responded with a slightly panicked voice calling out to me that no one was in the house 
told me to stay still and that he'd come check the attic. And that's when I got scared. Because I saw my parents down there. I knew that they didn't know who was in front of my door at the same time. And I still saw the shadows of the feet underneath my door. So I waited for my dad to come to check on me. After a few seconds, the shadows began to move and I heard footsteps walking away from my door. Shortly after, my dad banged on my door asking if I was alright. The thing is, there was no way that my father wouldn't have met the person walking away from my door. There's only one way. No door, no window, nothing. But he didn't see anyone, and we also, like, searched the whole house and the attic, but found no one. If the person I so clearly sensed in front of my door didn't dissolve into thin air, then there's no way that he could have gotten away without being seen. My parents explained to me that I must have just seen it wrong, but I swear, I know what I saw and I know what I heard. Someone was on the other side of my door. A 20 minute ride turned into four hours. Here's a little backstory. I commute back and forth for school every day. There are two ways that I can get to and from school. If I take the highway, it'll be about 20 minutes. But if I take the back country roads, it turns into about 35 minutes. I sometimes like to take the country roads back just so I can have the windows down and relax after a long day. The country road is a straight shot. There's no turns that I have to make, and I just drive until I hit back on the highway for the last five minutes. Yesterday, I decided that since my one class got canceled, that I would take the country road back home to feel a nice breeze and have a relaxing time. The country road takes about 20 minutes by itself though, 15 if I really speed to go through it, but I, I never usually do. I left at around 3 p.m. and I had the radio on. I was listening to some music and I had the windows down and I was having a great time. This is usually the time that I get to ponder the day and just get my thoughts in order. I realized that as I'm driving, the sky is getting darker and darker. It's as if it's turning into nighttime. I distinctly remember looking at the clock in my car when I first left school and it was just after 3 p.m. But when I look at the clock now, it says that it's nearly 7.30. I think to myself, this can't be possible. There's no way that it took me four hours to travel the distance that I've done dozens of times in about 20 minutes. I'm home now and I'm shook. My gas is not significantly different from when I started. My phone battery isn't much different either. I had a soda that I had purchased right before the trip and that was still cold. This is the freakiest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Has this happened to anybody else? I finally had a witness to a glitch. I've been experiencing glitches for some time, 
like many of us on this subreddit, but no one besides me has ever witnessed it take place until now. I keep my expensive sunglasses in my car console always and without fail. On Sunday, my husband and I were in my vehicle and I reached into the console to get them. They weren't there, nor were they on the floor or on the visor or in the back seat. They had literally vanished from just a day's previous use. My husband saw me empty the console out and no sunglasses. We searched the house, but no results. The next morning, I walk out to my car and literally asked out loud for my glasses to be returned. I opened the console, and there they were. Right on top, right where they should have been yesterday. I immediately told my husband that they were back, and I also accused him of messing with me. But he insists that he wasn't pulling a prank on me, and frankly, he's not the type anyway. Well... He finally witnessed one of the glitches that I keep telling him about, and I've never felt more vindicated. Make like a tree and get out of here. Last November, before a work party, I decided to skip out of work early and go for a short run on my favorite trail loop. The trailhead is about one and a half miles from work, so I drove over and tried to snag a parking spot by my old apartment instead of the busy college parking lot closer to the trailhead. I would need to change clothes after, and I doubt anyone wants to see bare butt by the bus stop. There was a dusting of snow on the ground, but nothing was frozen solid quite yet and a good mix of mud and slush. I cruised by my old place and noticed the giant oak tree out front was gone. Not a huge surprise, as I was moving out, they were removing some of the larger trees since there's been more rain and wind recently. A couple of larger pines nearby fell over and almost smashed through a house. The odd part was I noticed how quickly the area had been reclaimed and landscaped, I was impressed. Some of the other land-clearing efforts hadn't been so tidy. Unable to secure parking, I drove over to the parking lot, ran my route, again passing by the spot where the tree had been to complete my route. The people who lived there must have returned home as there were two cars parked side by side, one in the old parking spot and the other beside it just past where the tree had been increasing the size of the parking space. I thought that was nice. It was a hassle only having one space for a car. In addition to my burgeoning oak pollen allergy, the removal of this tree seemed like a real win to me. I continued back to my car, changed out of my mud clothes, and headed to the work party. When I got home from the party, I told my partner about how the tree had been cut down partly because she hates when any tree is cut down. Doesn't matter if the thing is about to crash through the bedroom window and eat you while you sleep. Trees are precious and shouldn't be removed. And partly to express my admiration for the landscaping crew who managed to remove virtually any sign that a tree had ever existed in that place. There was no noticeable stump, no ground indentation, 
no dirt patch or anything. It was like the thing had never existed. She was amused, made a couple of comments about how the college loves to chop down trees, and that was the extent of it. Fast forward to January. I had my four-year-old in the car, and she asked if we could swing by the house we used to live in when she was a baby. I said sure, I pulled around the corner, and the tree was back. The tree just stood there staring back at me. I was so confused. I mean, I am so confused. I got home and explained about the tree and was blown off like I was crazy. The people who live there now must think I'm casing the joint with how often I drive by to check on the thing. And as of yesterday, it's still there. The Scranton Ghost Hey, I've got a weird one for you. I used to be a janitor for a small cleaning company. One of the buildings that I worked in had some really creepy vibes, but it wasn't terrible, just odd. I had to use this old freight elevator where you actually controlled the lift with a lever. It wasn't difficult, but it was weird. On the sixth floor of the building, I had said goodnight to the last person leaving the building. I put my headphones in and I started vacuuming. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a grown man standing at the office door and I said, Hey, sir, sorry, but the building's... And all at once, this thing was rushing towards me. I had let go of the vacuum and the dang thing just got right up to me and then disappeared. No cold, wind chill, no sound, nothing. It scared the crap out of me. The whole incident lasted maybe 10 seconds, and I know this is cowardly, but I just took off running, full sprint. I made my 60-year-old co-worker come back up with me to grab the elevator. She said she doesn't clean the sixth floor because she's seen something one time, and she's never spoken to me about it again. The fourth floor of the building houses a courthouse. It's the least creepy place in the whole building. I was training a new girl and we had gotten halfway through the hallway when the lights went off. She grabbed my hand and said she was scared of the dark. We used our phones as flashlights and I found the lights. When I switched it on, the lights flickered and then started to hum really bad. The girl started freaking out and damn near had a panic attack right then and there. I was scared too, but only because I thought I broke something. The same 60-year-old co-worker turned the corner and the lights stopped flickering. She said, what on earth are you two doing? She didn't see the lights flicker, and the new girl quit that night on the car ride home. I had to show the manager the creepy hallway and all the weird stuff that's been happening. They never believed me. I ended up requesting a new position somewhere else and then quit due to an older lady grabbing me by my collar and telling me that I missed a spot. This next story was left in a comment. They say, I love the stories, Derek. 
I also have a story of my own. It's not as creepy as the others, but it still bothers and lingers in my mind to this day. Alright, so back in junior high school, I was about 14, I had a friend who had green hair, a great personality, and a genuinely funny person overall. We've been friends for over four years now, and we were talking one day after doing our group project. I looked to him and noticed that he had dyed his hair black. I made a comment by saying, oh, you got tired of the green hair? And he said, what green hair? Now, I was baffled and commented back. I said, dude, your hair was dyed green. He said, no, it's always been black. Mind you, I remember taking pictures with this dude when he had green hair. Since we had a lot of pictures together, I took my phone out to show him and lo and behold, this dude had always had black hair. Now remember, we've known each other for four years. Four years, and I thought this man had green hair. I even remembered making fun of him because of his green hair with my friends. When I asked my friends if he ever had green hair, they said, No, it's always been black. So now I'm totally baffled. I even asked his parents and their response was the same. Bag changes color. This is a small thing and it happened yesterday. A while ago, I bought a red insulated bag from Trader Joe's. Yesterday, I was going on my shopping trip so I loaded my reusable bags and cart into the back of my car. As I rearranged things, I made a mental note that I really needed to get a black insulated bag because I didn't like the red one and I could use a second one anyway. I stopped at the butcher first and transferred my purchase into the red insulated bag when I got back to my car and then went to Trader Joe's where I found and bought a black insulated bag. I get back to my car to unload my Trader Joe purchases and there was the previously purchased bag with the meat in it from the butcher, but it was black, just like the one I had just bought. I'm stunned. This person includes an update. It says, I googled images of the bags although I would have sworn that the older bag was all red with no design and was so when I started my shopping trip. The only version I can find online is the version that I just bought and apparently bought originally, which is black with red straps and a red bottom. I'm totally freaked out because it was all red when I first bought it and when I started my shopping trip. Is it the Matrix or is it me? Blue Van Teleported So, I was driving with my girlfriend the other day. I entered a roundabout, it's a small one with two lanes, and suddenly, a blue van appears out of nowhere, splitting my lane and stopping in the middle of the roundabout with its hazard lights on. It is normal in our country for people to stop wherever they want. I just commented about what an idiot he is for driving like that 
and then started to go around him. I didn't pay attention to the license plate because everything happened so quickly, but I noticed a big scratch on the rear bumper. While I passed him, I looked at the driver to see if his face is as stupid as his driving, and he looked back at me. I noticed he was wearing a gray-yellow shirt and a baseball cap. About 40 to 50 meters after the roundabout, I reached the traffic lights. Looking in the rearview mirror, I still saw the van stopped in the roundabout. When the light turned green, I continued straight, and in the distance, just maybe a hundred-ish meters, I saw the blue van parked on the side of the road, and I thought, huh, that's strange. When I reached him, I saw the same scratch on the bumper, and I began to question my sanity. I told my girlfriend that this van has the same scratch as the one that cut us off, but she dismissed it as a coincidence, and she didn't pay attention to the scratch, the license plate, or the driver, she just saw the blue van. I looked at the driver, and it was the same freaking guy. Same stupid face, same shirt, same cap. I couldn't believe it. It's physically impossible for him to have arrived at that spot before me with no shortcuts and just one main street. Plus, I saw him at the traffic light still standing in the same place. This time, he didn't look at me as he was writing something down in some notebook. I just kept driving and still can't believe it. The only logical explanation is that they're twins driving the same van for some reason, but I don't know, man. What are the odds of that? I don't use any narcotics nor alcohol, and I was completely sane. I really liked this episode. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, couple of points that come to mind first were the, the Silent Hill reference when, you know, that couple was walking into the fog at the sanctuary. I thought that was pretty cool. And I... Obviously, you know, when something gets real foggy, you go, oh, it's like Silent Hill outside. And as I was reading that story and he mentioned the fog, I, I thought that to myself right away. And then he actually said it in the story. I was like, oh, cool. We're sharing the same brain cell right now. I thought that was <laughs> laughable. Pretty funny. Let's see. There was another moment in this episode where, I don't know, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting it, but I wanted to talk about it back here on the outro but I don't know one of the stories was called Scranton Ghost you know and if you're an office fan then you immediately think of this Scranton Strangler <laughs> Toby it was Toby all along I don't really know that I really love um, driving stories like driving glitch stories I've read at this point hundreds of glitch in the matrix stories thank you for hanging out with me during that entire time I know I read a bunch of other scary stuff too um, but you know the audience seems to respond very well to those more than anything else so we're cranking those up for sure what and I you know I get comments that are like bring back the paranormal stories bring back the this and the that and I, I will and I do but they're going to be sprinkled in between these glitch marathons. Um, but yeah, I really like the driving ones where these people are driving down a road and it normally takes 20 minutes, but all of a sudden it's four hours later. You're like, what? What happened? 
I think those are interesting. Those are pretty cool. I've got this feature on the podcast side of things, at least on Spotify specifically, um, where I can like ask you a question and then you can respond. But it's it's kind of weird because I can't like res- I can't respond to your response. So maybe I'll do that here. Um, in the last episode, which was a podcast exclusive, by the way, I asked uh, simply, "How are you doing?" I got a bunch of answers. Thank you for that. Um, somebody said, uh, I'm doing good. And I said, bless you when you sneezed in the last episode. <laughs> I did. I, I wasn't, I think I'm good now. I feel like I'm hundred percent. I'm going to go work out after this. Um, I'm not stuffy or anything. Maybe I still sound like it. I don't know, but I feel good. So, um, but I did sneeze in the last episode and I left it in because I thought it was funny. And you know, just so you know that I'm not AI because <laughs> There's so many AI channels popping up on YouTube, especially in the narration space, because it's so easy. You know what I mean? You don't even, and if you don't ask for permission to read the stories, it's like I do, and like how you should, you just rip the, the text from Reddit, throw it into an AI voice thing and, and upload, dude. But you know, not everybody likes that. But I, of course, am not AI. I'm a real live human being, and I appreciate it when you hang out with me. Let's do it again soon.